One of the best ways to support the FTF podcast is to check out our Patreon over at patreon.com slash finish the fight for exclusive episodes, insights, interviews, and plenty more. Welcome back to Finish the Fight. I am your host, Alex Kendall. And I'm your host, Derek Baker. I'm going to start it off with a title that you saw. Why are simulation games so damn good? It's a great question. The age-old question mm-hmm. that we've just posed I... today. I don't think it's <laughs> age-old, actually. It's actually very, it's newborn fresh. Newborn fresh. Age-old or newborn fresh. Those are your two options that kind of sound like you're aging cheeses we we live in a world where it's all or nothing it's got to be one or the other it's true and it's no different with simulation games exactly and those games you know i'm just gonna throw a couple out there that we know of and love some that are more recent for sure like lawn mowing simulator power washing sim the farming sim series the train series pc builder euro truck cooking house flipper there's so many out there that Really on the surface, and they've, they've become more and more mundane, and they've become more and more out there for some more ridiculousness to it. And I, what we're going to talk about today is what, why do these games draw you in, and why do they keep you there power washing a side of a house for two hours? And, and what is it about simulation games that brings that weird addiction of needing to like finish something to the forefront. It is very interesting because a lot of these simulation games are things that you could absolutely teach yourself how to do and go and do them in the real world somewhat easily. Now there are certain ones that that's not really the case. Surgeon Simulator, for example, you can't just go and operate on someone. I'm not sure you'd even want to especially if you're doing it anything like Surgeon Simulator, where you're basically just ripping apart a human to give them (laughs) (laughs) something that they need. Um, It's not exactly the most simulated simulation. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's fascinating because you have a power wash simulator. I feel like that is probably one of the most accessible activities that you could do as far Mm -hmm. as a real world interaction goes. And there is a, I mean, there's, there's communities online. There's power washing porn on Reddit where you just go and you watch people clean their sidewalk. They get a before and after, or a side by side, what it was before, what it was after. And there is a satisfaction in that, that cleanliness. It just, it's, it's, is it an OCD thing? Is it something like that? I don't know. I can't explain it, but it makes me feel good for sure. I think it's a mixture. I think it's all your acronyms. I think it's a bit of OCD, whether you have it or not. It's that idea of needing things to be compartmentalized, sure, sure. organized, and needing not a real OCD, fake yeah. OCD to explain my feelings. Faux CD, some Faux might say. Ooh. Um, I like it. Hey, coined it right there. Copyright. Um, you also have a bit of like ASMR of that kind of like. I think we're throwing power wash here because it's easier. Of that whoosh, whoosh, whoosh mm. noise of like the hose just going. Because I know I fell victim to it of just like I'm, I'm washing a stone path and just like zoning out as I'm yep. doing this. And I think it really is 
that very primal human thing of seeing a thing that needs to be done. And once it's done, you see that progress. Uh, another one that I'll bring up that's a, a, not really a simulation per se, but is almost a cleaning game like it, is Viscera Cleanup, where basically you are the cleanup crew that goes in after an alien battle or after like an experiment goes wrong. You have to clean up the bodies and the blood and all this other stuff that's there. And it's gruesome, but at the same time, you're like mopping stuff up, throwing stuff in an incinerator. Uh, and it's like, it gets it clean. And it's that satisfaction, that deep, deep satisfaction that's in these like, quote unquote, cleaning games or organizing games like Lawnmower, like PC Builder of like getting stuff right where it goes and organizing it. Yeah. And it gets that, that satisfaction of a job well done. It sort of, I feel like it almost, I, I'm going to keep going down the fake psychological aspect of this, but I feel sure. like it almost starts when you're a kid and you're learning how to color and there's just something satisfactory about coloring within the lines and going in that same pattern left and right and starting bottom to top and just slowly filling in this thing that needs to be colored in. And then when you're done, it just has like a completeness to it. It has mm -hmm. a finality and it has a, a clean look about it. And I feel like there's something ultra satisfying about that. It's the same thing with power washing. And I've done it in the sim and I've done it in real life. And it's the same feeling. The biggest difference between the sim and doing it in real life is that when you do it in real life, eventually it starts to hurt your hands a little bit, especially if you're yes. not doing it all the time. You mm -hmm. just you get a little sore. But like I was saying at the beginning, it, it's definitely one of the more accessible ones. It's not so exhausting to where when you do that, it's like you dread doing it again. It's just maybe you, you break it out a couple times a year. You're a little sore. Uh, but there's also not as many things to power wash, too. So having that simulator there, it's like unless you're doing that as a profession, the simulator gives you an infinite amount of things to power wash. You never have to look for things again. And I want to take a step back to talk about a little bit about the evolution of simulation games, um, literally going to SimCity and The Sims as, as some of the early adopters of that idea that I think people recognize, you know, obviously with the name coming in, where you're more so managing, you know, SimCity's an economy, building a city out. Yeah. You see that in like, even like City Skylines, which is basically the spiritual successor to it. Yeah. And with Managing the Sims, disasters. Yes. Exactly. And then within The Sims, you are managing a family or a person and kind of living that life. And, and those were the closest you had to a lot of those quote unquote real world ones until you had Farming Sim come out in the early 2010s. And slowly but surely, a lot more indie devs started making these more hyper realistic Sims. Like cooking sim, where you got to like put specific amount of oil into something and a specific amount of this and cook it for a specific time. Power wash sim, you can track how much dirt you still have left. You got to get it all. Lawn mowing sim, getting those perfect circles in the yard and getting those things done. And it became less of, hey, I want to see how this experience is. I want to try a family out. I want to build a city. I want to, you know, raise a farm into let's micromanage these things to an almost real life level to the point of it becoming a game and becoming a lot of cult classics for people 
of like diving in and having this very finite thing to do that is very specific and it requires a lot of detail and attention. Well, I, I think, so going back to the, the beginning, SimCity and, and The Sims, I think the draw to those is like for SimCity, not everyone gets the opportunity, obviously, to manage uh, a city. And those games are almost kind of like a civilization style of game where you're, mm-hmm. you're sort of building this large community. So I feel like that's an interesting draw. Where it starts to, I think, blur the lines a little bit more is in The Sims, where you're taking a human family, you are a human yourself, maybe you're playing it as a kid, so certain opportunities aren't there for you, but you can almost role-play within that game a different reality if you want to, or make it an extension of yourself where it is very similar to your own life, but maybe there's just certain aspects of it that go slightly differently. And those games in particular, I don't know about you, but The Sims almost, when I played that in the past, starts to make me feel bad after a certain point because it's like, wow, okay, here's this person. They've now leveled up all their cooking skills. They're like an expert chef. You know, they're an expert mechanic or they're Mm -hmm. a super athlete or something you spend all that time doing that in those games and then in reality you're just sitting there a couch potato learning nothing (laughs) excuse you excuse you a couch (laughs) god you are the reason that you have controlled their free will to make this happen it's true no but yes this this is and i want to define the two like genres or like deep genres of simulation games you obviously have your simulation of the life of a city madden is a simulation game it's a sports game but it's a simulation game anything along those lines that allows you to do something that you can't and you can play with it civilization it's a strategy game but it's also a simulation game yep then again the ones i was talking about earlier are those weird hyper realistic ones that are made by these random studios that take that satisfaction that much further. And I don't understand, I don't understand it. I think, like we said, I think it's, it's a fun psychological topic and we'll definitely see some fun psych reports on that from like, especially university students coming out being like, I played a thousand hours of this. I feel so much better. Or <laughs> what that like hit of like dopamine is for you to go into House Flipper Dang, this place is destroyed. Mm, there's an interesting blood stain here. I don't know what that is, but let's just put a nice birch wood here. Let's go ahead and put some nice wallpaper, put the toilet in, make sure we secure the lug nuts on that. And doing that, or My Summer Car, silly game, but it has you fully rebuild a car from scratch. And I'm talking every single part. And why do we subject ourselves to these games? That again, are more real life scenarios than Madden or Civ or Sims. Why do we do it in game and not in reality? I think a lot of it has to do with the ease, right? There are mm-hmm. there's a laziness aspect to this that sure. I think we have to be honest with ourselves about because you can't necessarily go and buy a house per se, but if you're a homeowner. There are things that you can do in House Flipper that you could certainly do to your own home if you taught yourself how. Now you have to have 
the financial situation right. There's certain things that can limit you from actually doing some of this stuff, but also learning how to totally renovate a kitchen, learning how to totally renovate a bathroom. Those are things that take a lot of time and effort when in House Flipper, I can just kind of go in there and after I do it for so many fake times, my skills get a little bit better, a little quicker. I get better tools within that game. It's easier Mm -hmm. to paint the walls. It takes less paint, things like that. And it happens a lot more quickly than I think that it would trying to build those skills up in real life. And I think that's what makes it satisfying. But even in a game like House Flipper, I do feel like there is a threshold of I have sunk way too much time into this game versus like the amount of real life experience I could have gained from this. I I don't know if you feel that feeling ever uh, the same way that I do, but it's like once I've hit a point to where I've upped the skills enough in some of these simulation style games, I really do start to feel bad like. I could have been teaching myself how to remodel my own kitchen or things like that. I would say yes and no. I I would say it's to the point of I don't like doing a lot of things that I would do in real life during these sim games, but it gets to this weird point in a lot of these simulation games that are hitting so close to life. And I thought of this. I think the real kicker, the thing that fixes all of this, Give me a HUD. Give me a HUD when I'm power washing so I can like tap the button and it like shows orange what parts are still dirty. And it gives me those dings of satisfaction when I hit 100% clean on this wall. And I'm like, oh, yeah, baby. I know it's clean now. Yeah. <laughs> Cook, cooking sim. Oh, man, I need to cook uh, this dish I've made. It's, it's a fancy uh, chicken and, and, and broccolini dish that I've never done before. How much oil? Boop, 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 boop. Oh, it's that much. Okay, cool. I'm going to cook the chicken for that long. Oh, it's done. Cool. So I think it's those satisfactory elements of hitting those small hundred percents a lot of times. And I think that's what it is. Is it's not, it's not that you're going to power washing sim or lawnmower or any of these other sims that are, like, again, there's, there's hundreds of them. But these are the ones we've played most recently, so it's more fresh. But it's yeah. going into those, and it's having that HUD say, that's done. That birdhouse thing you did really quickly, ooh, that wall's done in there. And it's hitting those ding, ding, Ooh. ding. It's hitting those. So you those. think it's a completionist thing, maybe a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, I, I would absolutely say it. And I think it is, again, mundane things like PC part builder or PC builder, I should say. Uh, yeah. You know, you're, you're getting these orders in to put these PC parts in. I've built several PCs and it's pretty close to what you're doing. And it's satisfactory to like not have to buy the parts yourself and spend thousands put it together, yeah. hear the ding, get the cash money in from the customer <laughs> you got from the, from the email. And yeah, I think it's a completionist thing where technically empower wash, like all these will have an end to it, but it's still so satisfying. And power washing sim just got, uh, I think a month or so ago, just got new DLC. So, you know, people be jumping on that power washing sim again. Oh yeah. And I don't know. I, I think it is. I think it's those small, little completion things. And I think, really, I think I would enjoy yard work and housework more on like yeah. the outside if I got dings. 
So that's that's the next invention coming up. <laughs> you need to hire a guy who just watches you mow the lawn, and it's like, oh, uh-huh. Alex, he's like writing down in a notebook that you missed a little tuft of grass over there, mm-hmm. and you get done, you're like, oh yeah, hundred percent done. He's like, ah, ninety nine percent. You got to go find that other one. Use your special vision with the white blades of grass, and you can go and find it. And because here's the thing. I would absolutely do that because there's been times when I've mowed and I, I missed a strip on accident oh, and I'm yeah. done and I look at it and I go, nah, next time. But if I had someone oh, who's going to be you like, do you really? A, oh my God. Oh yeah. You're absolutely. an animal. You're a monster. No if way. I see like a little tuft out there, I'm like, no, I'm done. Oh, I grabbed no. the weed eater right away. You're insane. You're an insane person. Listen, this is why I need a guy to ding behind me because he's like, dude, you almost <laughs> got it. You get that? You get a ding. I'm like, Oof. okay, you know what? Oh, you're right. Man. But for me, I hate doing it. I absolutely hate doing it. I don't care about it. Like I, your, your I lawn's a lot it. bigger than mine. To be fair, my, my yard so. is very big. And if it's like back in like the back right corner of it, and I've been mowing for like two hours, and I'm like, eh, next time, yeah. So, but if I if I had someone tracking that, it'd be great. So to get back on topic with this, um, I think to kind of surmise where I'm at, and 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 what I want for the future of simulation games that are cozy and satisfying. What one topic do you think has not been covered in simulation yet, Derek, and should and will be the game of the year next year? What do you oh, think man. Do? Wow, that's a really, really tough question. There's so many simulation games out there. I know. And, and granted, there's plenty that are clones of clones of clones or like all within the same vein. Like there's definitely a couple farming Sims. There's definitely a couple like train and trucker Sims, but what can be done better or newer? Everything that I think of is already a simulation game. Sure. I don't, sure. I really like, I really don't know. There could be. Oh, all right. Let's, let's think about this. I'm I'm going to go down the musician lane as someone who mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. done a lot of repair work on uh, my own stringed instruments and things. I think that that would be really fascinating. Oh. Almost like a, a hybrid of a woodworking simulator and an instrument repair simulator where oh you God. people bring in specific Ugh. instruments to you and they have mm-hmm. various things going wrong. You've got certain instruments have wood issues. Certain instruments have electronics issues there are obviously older styled instruments there are newer styled instruments there's all kinds of things that you could do from a repairing to an improving to a customization thing with instruments that i think would make a very fascinating simulation game i would love it and then like so you start out maybe with a guitar that she's restringing that's kind of tutorial here's some easy things to do Yep. yep then eventually you start getting calls hey the church organ's out you got to come out here and fix this stuff. And then you get into some bigger problems and all this. Oh, Derek. Yeah. Make it happen. Make it so. I'd, I'd play it, man. Ooh. I would, that would be so, and like in the background, you have like, because you can't afford the rights to any songs, but you have like the sim versions of songs like playing in the background is like, you're like fix it with these instruments or you go with the royalty free classics. You got some Beethoven going as you're going through and just cleaning some instruments. Oh, yeah stringing them like you said customizing oh baby that's a little bit of a a story element could be added in as well like you you build up a reputation so now you've Mm -hmm. got the most famous artists in the world coming to you they want you to work on their instruments you could repair 
the guitarist from Queen, Brian May, very famously just had his uh, guitar restored that he built with his father from like an old fireplace mantle. You could have these famous instruments start to come into your shop that need very specific work. There's a lot of potential there, I think. Oh my gosh. I, I'm, I'm not even joking. I'm not even podcast host joking right now. Alex would play that. I would love <laughs> that. That sounds so much fun because it, again, it hits that point of, all right, here's kind of a monotonous task to a point, but you make it to where I don't necessarily have to learn it. Like I know how to restring yep. my guitar, but I don't know how to necessarily repair wood on instruments or repair certain other things or fix a woodwind or, or anything along those lines but having a simulator do it is so cool i have one that's definitely not as cool as that but it fits the really dumb monotonous one mm. and it is like 3d printing miniature simulation Ooh! so i do a bunch of 3d printing and resin specifically, I'm going to stick with this one. Which is, you'll, have, you'll have plenty of aspects in this game, obviously. It's going to be thousands and thousands of hours. But with resin, you know, it takes roughly three to eight hours uh, for something to print. I'm going to have that in real world time. So you have to wait three to eight hours in game uh, for your stuff to print. Um, the thing is, did you do your settings right? Is it warm enough in the room? Um, did you make sure that you have no UV light? Because I'm going to have those windows too in this place. So you got to make sure you block them out. What if a print fails? Mm, Got to start again. So you've already got that reality of it. Then you get the satisfaction of taking it off and cracking off all the support things that are on the 3D print. Oh, it's satisfying, but fragile. Got to make Ooh. sure that you're going in there. So you got a little not... ASMR, a little, but oh, also a little oh, bit yes. of that. Yeah. Oh, and I, like and I want it to like, I want there to be a surprise like anime cutscene. Where like you take your like if you do it all perfectly, it plays it back. But you like take your blade, fshing, you like knock it off the plate, uh, like cracks off perfectly and flies off and like floats in front of you as like a perfect miniature model. Boom, you're there. Then you go through the cleaning and the proofing aspect and curing aspect. Then after you're done with your dungeon, it's a painting simulator as well. You got clients who are like, hey, I got a and D game coming up. I need 10 goblins. Boom, you mm. print those 10 goblins. You go and paint them. You can, you can put a little striation on it, a little dry brushing on it. Oh, again, I wanted some, well, something I do, but also something that's so monotonous and, and, and ridiculous. You so just time do consuming, right? So, like, yes. not having to wait the length of time it takes to actually 3D print something is where a simulator game would be able to speed up that and just get you to the fun parts. Exactly. Like, I want the first part to be like, oh, no, it's going to be this long. But it's like, nope, you've perfected it. You've got the models printed overnight. Now you've got, like, because you'll have bays of printers eventually. You've got, like, you've got, like, 30 models you can work on today and, and do all this stuff. And so I think people would play it. I really, I really do. I'm putting it up there. I think that is definitely going to be on some people's Steam wish lists. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> I think anything ASMR, anything like that, especially with the, it's another thing, the cost of 3D printing um, can Mm -hmm. be relatively high for all the materials and things that you want. And so within that, it's also a little bit of a creative 3D space as well, where you can design Mm -hmm. maybe your own things and get a little bit of that uh, itch scratch. So I think there's a lot of potential there as well. Yeah, I, I think that's some of it. I think the only thing that needs to happen 
eventually in this simulator world is to have crossovers. And in power washing sim, you also have lawn mowing sim in one where you guys combined the contract to improve upon this property. And then that's how you can have multiplayer stuff. That's what needs to happen. Because you have multiplayer in power wash sim, lawn mow sim you might, but if you have both of them go at the same time, oh. I am going to do a, a little bit of a plug here. I, I was curious. There is a music store simulator that's in early access on Steam right now. Ooh. Not quite, I think, what I was talking about, but might be worth checking out. It, oh, okay. Okay, yes. It is kind of, it looks like, at least from like the quick trailer announcement that was released uh, September in 2022, um, it does look like you're doing like guitar build and uh, playing around the computer to like get some emails in. So there's, there's definitely some wild simulators out there that I, I, again, I don't play them that often, but I love that there is variety and there's a little bit of literally everything. And have we gone too far? Some may say yes. And Sims. I mean, Bee but, Simulator is a lot. Goat Simulator. We haven't really touched on the animal sims. That is, that is true. Goat Sim was the other one to bring the simulator name into ridiculousness. Yeah. And I mean, Goat Simulator is... It's not... It's like one of those simulators that's not really... I mean, you've got a tongue that can like move cars and stuff. It's insane. So it's, yeah, you are a goat, but you're not really a goat. You're a super Which goat. Which could be. Yeah, you're, you're uh, like, what if a goat had crazy abilities? That's exactly it. So yeah, so I, I kind of want to wrap. This one's going to be a little, little shorter for this because um, I wanted to spend more time discussing our perfect games we'd have. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you guys think simulator games are just that? Oh, you know what? For me, they approach cozy territory in a way. They do. They're not cozy in terms of like wanting to wrap up in a blanket, get like a, like a, you know, a hot cocoa, but it's more like I'm going to put some like lo-fi music to study to. I'm going to go ahead and sit down. I'm going to power wash some things. I'm going to go ahead and make sure my crops are going to be ready for harvest, even though I got to take care of my sheep and my cows a bit, but they're going to be good. Another question I, I think I'd like to pose is, are there certain games that you don't want necessarily dedicated Sims for that you would just like to see more elements of this stuff in regular gameplay? For instance, in Red Dead Redemption 2, sure. there are a lot of small details that you have to sometimes do. You go and do chores around the camp. You cut some wood. You move some hay. In Skyrim, you can cut wood for money. Things like that. Little jobs. You can mine. You can... You can uh, smith things, obviously. Would you like to see more simulation aspects in those kind of games where mm. they're just a little bit more formed and less instant? Mm -hmm. Would that improve the experience or would that just make things more monotonous? You know, I think it takes a special game, uh, such as the Yakuza series. So the Yakuza series has added in stuff like that where it is over-the-top ridiculousness for these very small, monotonous things, but it almost becomes a game in and of itself. Uh, in one of the latest Yakuza games, there is like a business simulator 
where you mm-hmm. have to work your way and it's a small mini game you have to play, but you can end up basically growing a huge business. And yeah. within it, you have to like get these reports and things and then eventually go in front of what is basically the board. And then based on the reactions, you have to like double down. You have to greatly apologize or there's one other option for it. And based on that is like you continue to grow your business expenses and the money you earn. And like it has stuff like that. There's a, there's a little slot car sim where you can like spend hours playing that to upgrade your slot car to be even better and better and better. And I think Yakuza is just ridiculous enough of a game that it's serious in gameplay, but ridiculous in everything else that it fits and it doesn't feel monotonous. But I think mm. there are some other games and big games that have some tasks. We, we've harped on this before, but in like GTA 4, when it's like, cousin, let's go bowling. And you're oh, like, dude, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to bowl. Like, I'd rather... Having to maintain a, a relationship with a fake person is horrible. Yes. So I, I think it's actually what, what's happened is the opposite. I think instead of inserting more... I think what people have seen is like, I liked a little bit of this in this game. What if I make a whole game about that? Like, I'm mm. guaranteed there's a woodcutting sim out there. And it's very much oh, like, yeah. what if yeah. instead of me just stopping in this little town to cut logs, I am the villager who's been cutting the logs. And that's all I do. Yep. So, yeah, I, I think it's, it's definitely, and there's, again, there's so, there's shop simulator, there's, ye old shop simulator where you're selling potions and stuff like there's so much of this out there that I, yeah i think we took the ideas from games and it's like what if it's just that and i think that's really where we got the simulator games today no there's definitely a lot out there it's it's really definitely fascinating i'm curious what some of your favorite sims are uh audience let us know mm-hmm. put it in the q a Hit us up on Discord, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram. All those links will be in the details below. But yeah, I mean, what simulations do you like? What simulation aspects in normal video games do you like or wish you had more of? I'm curious to hear. And that's the question right there. Yeah, what more should we get? Should we go deeper? Should we go f- a finer detail and have podcast sim take over this podcast for us? <laughs> And oh, just podcasts regurgitate. That's what we need, baby. I guarantee it's out there. Well, let us know if if you have a cool idea or if you want to see something. As Derek said, hit us up on the socials, Discord. But for now, we're gonna go simulate our true lives, and unfortunately, go live those. All right, bye. See you guys.